Hi guys. Welcome to yet another episode of 21 Bamboo Stocks podcast. I'm Rashma, your host for the day, and we'll be reading out yet another blog post of mine which was written way back in uh this is like I think it goes back a long way and uh, somewhere around 2018 or perhaps yeah it was 2018 6 august is when i published it and i may have been thinking about it for a long time then and this is mostly about my work with natyashastra natyashastra is to indian theater what poetics is to western drama so yeah coming up stay tuned Hey, welcome back. And this post reads my experiments with Natyashastra. It's a longish post, so what I'll do is I'll kind of break it into two and read it out. Now, most of us have come to believe that shastras and experiments don't go together, or for that matter, shastras are conjectural and hypothetical. Shastras are actually compendiums of uh, written in mostly in sanskrit and uh, written maybe perhaps 5000 years back and we are in particular talking about natya shastra here so now these notions about ancient shastras are conjectures of the modern mind which is delusional if not malevolent at least we can say that with confidence about the great text on aesthetics natya shastra not to mention that natyashastra has been given the status of the fifth veda as you all know there are four vedas uh from the vedic civilization and uh, they they teach you the conduct of life and uh, even medicine and weapons so natyashastra is uh, has been elevated to the status of the fifth veda because it is kind of uh you know it is it, it has the elements from all the four vedas now bharat muni has clearly stated that the theatrical experiments which are called prayog and ideas of the time should be added to natyashastra natyashastra is an organic living classical text it is not a fixed set of ideas and instructions natyashastra is for the practitioners more than the academicians and the practitioners practice art practice uh, calls for constant experimenting and every experiment informs the principles of dramatics so like other playwrights and theater makers trained in the western drama i believed plot and drama were inseparable meets screenwriting or writing for stage action seemed paramount back then which is uh, before 2018 or 2017 Natisha seemed to me a curious complicated book to construct ancient indian drama i thought it was unusable while i was wrapping my brain around terms like rasa bhava and other such sanskrit terms from indian poetics dr bharat gupt my mentor and teacher suggested i try writing a prahasan Prahasan is one of the 10 yonas uh, and the yonas are called dasarupaks given in the natyashastra 
The predominant rasa or the flavor in this genre is hasiras, which is comedy. Now, hasiras is only second to shringar ras, meaning human beings like to laugh as much as they like to love. Prahasans of ancient India were not slapstick comedies. In fact, some of them are sophisticated satires written by the prolific playwrights, poets of the time. The poets targeted the intelligentsia, the influential and the powerful people. Uh, or let us say they mocked these powerful intelligentsia. This genre has the potential to catch people's attention and has been popular for 5,000 years. Also, the more I read the works of great playwrights, the more I felt that there was more to drama than plot. So, yeah, so this is what all I was thinking of. And, uh, you know, when I was started writing uh, Prahasan, so I started experimenting with Natishas, and I wrote my first Prahasan, which is called the Padmashri Prahasan. Padmashris are uh, the topmost civilian awards given in India and specifically more so uh, known and celebrated when it comes to the artists. Every artist who's a Padmashri likes to flaunt it. And it's a kind of uh, something everyone who's in the arts aspires for. So yeah, so more coming up after a short break, stay tuned. Hey, welcome back. And we were talking about the Natishas and my experiments. So I was talking about the more I read the works of great playwrights, the more I felt that there was more to drama than just the plot. Uh, there are, of course, the characters, but then there's also the human condition, the worldviews, the characters and the psyche, the intangible and the intangible elements of drama. The great works of drama, be it Miller, Mehmet or Shakespeare, bared human emotions and human emotions in uh, Indian poetics or, or Hindi would be rasa. So it, it was rasa that was driving these great plays. I do wonder at that because rasa in its most elementary sense is emotional arousal. So I took up the challenge to write a modern play using the rasa or the Indian aesthetic theory. It was 2016 and the Award Wapsi Gang was making headlines. Now, Award Wapsi Gang are people who return their Padmashri Awards. It was telling you Padmashri Awards are the, are the most uh, celebrated awards in the country. And there were people who kind of uh, artists mostly and writers who went around returning their awards just to say that they were uh, kind of not happy with the democratic process in the country because the people of the country had chosen a government they did not uh, like. So, you know, the masses had gone against the intelligentsia, the the artists, and so these uh, people who were, of course, backed by um, the opposition parties and by some Wasted foreign powers 
decided to return the awards and they went to India Gate and you know there's a whole drama around it. So I thought it was a good plot to use. And this Padmashri Prahasan, that was the title of my play, it was my first experiment and it started as a telephonic conversation with Professor Kopt. That is my mentor. A play about people who were making news headlines had to be a satire. The idea was not to recreate old Prahasan or copy the format completely. I took the elements of the ancient Prahasan that I thought would work with the modern audience. For instance, the tradition of reciting Nandi and doing a Prastavna were not included. Now, in reciting a Nandi and Prastavna and even doing some uh, what we, you know, there, there used to be some kind of dance and other rituals before the play started. So all that was excluded. The format of Prasan is relatively simple. For instance, most modern plays have nine plot points, but Prasan has just a couple incidents to move the plot. What matters is a theme. Prasan holds a mirror to the society. So it is about finding the flaws and the flawed in the society and you know, and putting them in the spotlight. This yana gives you an opportunity to create interesting characters and their worlds. And I would say it helps you kind of uh, find those flawed characters and construct them for stage. Now, a play modeled on Aristotle's poetic starts with creating a protagonist and equally interesting antagonist. But typically there is no one antagonist in a prahasan. You know, the, it, the antagonist could be an idea or a force. So most ancient persons used to highlight the clash of ideologies. For example, the clash of Buddhism and Shaivism. Now, Padmashri Prahasan highlights the clash of tradition uh, and Marxism. Something we deal with every day in our lives, especially on Twitter. This format is unique to Prahasan. What's more, every character and event should produce Hasiras in the spectators. So characters have to lead to, uh, you know, comedy or laughter. And Padmashri Prahasan explores the themes of politics, of awards and award wapsi. So this whole politics, not only in giving out awards, you know, when the awards were once upon a time uh, before 2015, given to people who were close to the government, who were psychophants and uh, uh, who ascribe to so to say secular and woke uh, culture of the country then and uh, so apart from the politics of, of awards it was politics of returning the awards and that was the plot uh, of the play was now the idea is to take a jibe at the award chase and the privileged class who wins the awards and the returns it to promote a certain political ideology Music is supposed to be a sadhana, sadhana and means of self-realization for ancient Indian classical musicians. But the musicians of the day, even the classical musicians, are chasing awards and concerts. Now, awards lead to concerts and the concerts bring visibility, which brings networks and networks bring awards. You know, the whole jig bang of uh, how awards happen. So the nexus between artists, intelligentsia, politicians, and bureaucrats is exposed and ridiculed in this play. To a lesser extent, the theme of class clash in the Indian society is also explored. The ending of the play neatly sums up the 
theme that music is sublime, why limit your consciousness to awards? Let's lose ourselves in music and seek limitless peace of notes. The contrast between what should be and what exists has been juxtaposed. I borrowed from late Kishoriya Monka's interviews to create a character who epitomizes the philosophy of Indian classical music. Also, middle-class Sanskrit professor and an Anglophone professor are brought face-to-face in the play to dramatize the clash of tradition and Marxism. The, between, the debate between these professors was widely appreciated by the audience. So, so far, the attempt to uh, writing and staging the Prahasan was a success. We have staged it at, uh, the first reading was at the Habitat Center in Delhi. The second play was at, uh, which was a full-fledged production, was at Indira Gandhi National Center for Arts. And then we had uh, two more productions, uh, which were in uh, Cyber Hub, Gurgaon, and, and the last one was at JNU, Delhi. And we all know how political uh, JNU is, so staging it in front of a politically motivated and politically active audience was good fun. In fact, people stayed till the end and it was a non-ticketed show. Most people just come, you know, tend to walk in and walk out of shows because uh, it's free. But uh, here people just check around and uh, wanted to even, you know, uh, have a word to say or exchange with the people, uh, with the cast. So, so far, I would say it was successful. And uh, this was before, uh, of course, COVID. This was in 2019. And after that, uh, I have not uh, staged this play again. And I'm now planning to write yet another person. And let's see how that goes. Because every theme and story idea will bring new challenges and bring new learning. And these experiments with Natishas will hopefully deepen my knowledge of my art and understand what is common between, you know, after all, it all comes uh, to the same thing. It's all about, uh, uh, you know, revealing life and the meaning of life and um, understanding how we are as human beings and as a collective uh, consciousness. So that was it for today. I know it is a heavy, long uh, read of a rather longish blog post from 2018. So guys, thank you for tuning in and keep tuning in, keep listening and leave your comments if possible. Bye-bye. Have a great day.